I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons, your spiritual BFF. And girl, I am on a mission to make the world more chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. And hi, I'm so excited that you're on this journey with me. Today, we are chatting with Angel Quintana. She is a 5D activist. She's the founder of Holistic Fashionista, which is a community-based magazine and platform supporting you on your spiritual path. And we are diving deep into 5D realness and all the conspiracies. We're talking about how to access your 5D consciousness when it feels like the world has gone crazy. We're talking about releasing the need to be right. We're talking about what's really going on in the world. We're going deep into it, guys. I'm not going to like sugarcoat. Like we are going deep. We're getting real. It gets weird. It gets like, it gets dark, but that's, I mean, we, we need to wake up to it, right? Then we lighten it up a bit, talking about twin flames and how to release that longing feeling of a past love that didn't work out, um, which is just really interesting. Angel talks a lot about twin flames, and it's just like a really cool thing. Okay, so we had a Scorpio Scorpio full moon, okay? I'm sure you all know how I feel about it. You know, I can't with the heaviness of Scorpio energy this Aquarius woman that I am doesn't like emotions and it's been feeling heavy. I actually got in my first ever quarantine fight with my husband. We honestly don't really fight. We used to, when we first started dating and we kind of just like got used to each other and dealt with it. But now like we'll have like a fight like every six months and yeah, it happened. Anyways, you guys aren't my therapists, but anyways, I just want you to know that if you were feeling away last week, that's why Scorpio energy is heavy. But tip, let's get into the chakra tip. I found this thing. It's called calculator.net slash calorie dash calculator. I've been on a weight loss journey, guys. I've been on a fitness 
weight loss, feel good, look good journey. And we're going to talk about it. So this calculator, it tells you how many calories that you burn daily and how many calories you should be eating depending on like your weight loss goals. So for me, like my body naturally burns 2,200 calories a day because of like how much I work out and my height and my weight and all that kind of stuff. And so basically if you want to lose a pound, you basically need to lose 3,500 calories. So that means that if I eat 1,200 calories and I'm burning 2,200 calories, then I'm burning 1,000 calories a day and would lose a pound in three days. (laughs) That being said, we're not going to stick to it every day. Let's not be crazy. Um, But yeah, like for me, it's just about like working out, feeling good, eating food that feels good, but I like using the numbers like that. And I like like having the numbers. I feel like knowledge is power. And I felt like that was a fun little hack because when we're feeling good, when we're looking good, our chakras are vibing. And I call this like the chakra glow up too. Like when we're in 5D and when we're our, when our chakras are vibing, like you just look hotter <laughs> and you like start to feel better. So, I mean, if you are on your own journey, I suggest it. And I know that, I know some people think it's taboo to talk about weight and that I shouldn't complain because I don't, you know, have an eating disorder and like it might be an eating, it might be a trigger for someone who has an eating disorder. But the way that I see it is that I always want to share my journey with you guys and I'm not going to hide what I'm doing. And I found something that really works for me and feels good for me and it might not be the best for you, but I was really excited to find this and I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, So if you are, you know, looking for that 5D body, then that's something that you can take into consideration. Also, I want to do, okay, so no, I want to go back to that for a second because it's funny because they really say we shouldn't talk about weight. They say we shouldn't talk about money, but it's like, if no one talked about these things, how would we know how to make money? How would we know how to like, you know, keep ourselves at like a healthy weight that feels good for us? Like, we wouldn't. So we got to talk about it and it needs to not be so taboo anymore. We need to be able to like share our journey in a way that inspires other people. I'm not doing it to make anyone feel bad and, or to like have this like unhealthy, real, like unrealistic vision of myself. Like I know that how my 5d self is supposed to look and I think it's, it's okay to be on a journey to go there. So just putting it out there. I feel like we need to not make it so taboo to talk about weight and money. I'm here to be open with you guys about it. Okay. And on that note too, I want to do a shocker shout out to Alex Pierce. She is the founder of HRH, which is one of my favorite online brands. And she's just like this online personality. She has a YouTube. She drops like, she has the cutest clothes, cutest jewelry that she makes. I've bought so many things from her in this quarantine. I've bought some of her necklaces, her bike shorts, her dad tee, her post-op leggings and tank top. I'm just like loving everything she's putting out. But what I also love is that she's very outspoken about the way coronavirus has been handled. And I just want to give her props because it's brave to say things that are against the mainstream media's narrative. And I mean, if you can't handle that, then definitely do not listen to this episode because we're going to be going deep into the underground happenings of the government, Hollywood, the financial system, everything. So again, if you want to believe what you hear on the news, 
go ahead. I'm not offended by that. I don't think, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. I don't think you're right. I don't think I'm right. All I am wanting to do is provide an alternative way of thinking because there is a whole situation going on um, for people that are awakening and learning things from other media sources. And we're going to be diving really deep into that today. So if you feel like something fishy is going on and you want to hear some intuitive take on it, uh, then keep listening. But before we get into the interview, have you taken our chakra quiz yet? If you often find yourself on Instagram, just scrolling along, wondering how the hell all these Instagram influencers have the purse, the life, the house that you've always wanted, and you can't seem to get your energy unblocked to manifest the life you want, then it's time to work those chakras. And the first step is finding out what chakra is the most blocked. So if you go to quiz.chakragirlco.com, you're going to take my fun quiz with Kardashian references and pop culture references, and you're going to find out what chakra is blocked and you can start clearing it. And once you start clearing that chakra, we're going to give you a bunch of tips to do it when you take the quiz, then you're going to start to loosen up the other chakras as well. And so all you need to do is go to quiz.chakragirlco.com. And then at the end of the quiz, when you find out what chakra is blocked, I'm actually giving you an insane smoking hot offer to allow me to help you balance your chakras. I have my glam and grounded chakra courses that are available. They start at only $37 per chakra, or you can buy them all in one bundle. And I promise you're going to want to unblock every chakra once you see how fast this shit works. So if you want to access the training, you can either take the quiz at quiz.chakragirlco.com or if you know you're ready to clear that shit, go to trainings.chakragirlco.com and you'll find my chakra t- trainings to purchase. And then when you purchase, you also get access to a members only Facebook group where I'm answering all your burning chakra questions. You can literally ask me questions anytime. We'll be spiritual BFFs and you're going to make a bunch of new other spiritual BFFs in the group. So take the quiz at quiz.chakragirlco.com clear your chakras, manifest your best life. So again, it's quiz.chakragirlco.com. Or if you want to go directly to the trainings, you can go to trainings.chakragirlco.com. And remember your vibration affects your manifestation and your chakras control your vibration. It's science. So get that shit checked out guys. Let's get into this episode. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We're here today with Angel Quintana. She is a 5D activist and founder of Holistic Fashionista, like best name ever. It is a company-based magazine and platform supporting those on their spiritual path. I've been following Angel for quite a while, and she's been keeping me woke, keeping me inspired, (laughs) and I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome. Oh, thanks, honey. I'm so happy to be here with your audience. Uh, amazing. Okay. So let's dive in to our slumber party questions. What is your morning ritual? Okay. Jump right into it. So I have two mm-hmm. dogs. So obviously they are probably the first things that I take care of in the morning, making sure that they go outside, that they get fed. And then I'll usually make a tea and then spend probably a good hour by myself, whether that's, um, you know, reading something in a book or watching something in, you know, inspiring on YouTube. Um, sometimes it's just talking to one of my best friends over uh, Voxer. We use an app called Voxer mm-hmm. and just kind of easing into my day. Like I don't like put on makeup right away. I don't like take a shower right away. I definitely just like 
focus on easing into the day, no matter what time. And I don't have an alarm system, alarm clock. So I just wake up and let the day kind of unfold. And then I usually have an assistant. Uh, She comes Monday through Thursday. So I just at least get up a good two hours before she comes and just enjoy the thing. Oh, nice. Okay. Love that. And I totally agree with you. I feel like when we get up and we feel like we have to rush, we have to, you know, meditate by a certain time. We have to work out by a certain time. It just like creates so much friction in the morning. So let it flow guys. Yeah. What is your favorite crystal of the moment? How funny. I am actually holding a crystal in my hand. I'm just kind of grounding myself. Um, This is a rose quartz in my hand, but I'm not like an expert on crystals, but I have a ton of them. So a lot of times I'm, I'm just drawn by um, their color and their beauty, but I'm also just love certain shapes more than just the type of crystal. Like I'm addicted to like those like tower looking ones. The yes. like pointy ones that just kind of, I have so many of those. I think they're called points, um, but I have so many of those. So that's the kind of crystals that I use. Yeah. I love those ones too. I've actually been using them as weights during quarantine for my workouts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> look at you. I love it. You know, desperate times guys. <laughs> okay. Who is, this might be a difficult question because I know all celebrities are like, disgusting right now. So who's your, who's your favorite celebrity who is like not a weirdo? Wow. Um, wow. Let me think about that because I don't follow celebrities and I really haven't for many, many years. I'm trying to think if there's someone just like in the spotlight that I at least admire, you know, I will say that Blake Lively, um, I've, I've seen a lot of her movies, but she recently had a, a YouTube talk, uh, around what's happening with the children. And I just kind of gained so much more respect for her, uh, not only as an amazing actress, but just for being brave enough to speak about it. When I feel like so many celebrities right now aren't speaking up about some of the current events of the things that are out there, it's kind of just being like shoved underneath the, the, the carpet, if you will. And I felt like, wow, finally I heard somebody talk about it. And, you know, she got very emotional in that, in that YouTube conversation that she was sharing about what's happening with the children. And so I just felt like she was someone that I'll, I'll, I'll continue to follow it and see where, you know, her, her ascension takes her because I felt like her voice was really needed. Wow. Okay. Now I need to go watch this. I'm so excited. Okay. What is your sun, your moon, and your rising? So I'm a Capricorn sun and a Virgo moon and a Virgo rising. Ooh, so organized. So much earth. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. Do you have an isolation guilty pleasure, like something that is kind of like switched up in your routine that you're like, whatever, I'm going with it? Wow. Oh, guilty pleasure. Um, you know, I'm not like a big, like junk food person, I guess. Like I'll have a martini from time to time. Um, sometimes I feel like maybe a guilty pleasure as I, 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 speaking of astrology, I have five planets in, um, Scorpio. So sometimes when I really feel like my, I put my earth energy aside and I just ha- kind of have this like screw it attitude and I just say what's really on my mind with no sugar coating, I feel like that is in some level a guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's why I love following you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to like throw this in your face for a second because 
it's a guilty pleasure. Like everybody has their own and mine is that. It's <laughs> good. It's needed. Okay. So let's talk more about you. When did you have your spiritual awakening and you know, when did you decide that spreading the message of 5d ascension was going to be your life's work? Okay. So I'm sure a lot of your followers um, and audience members have heard of the dark night of the soul. And my dark night of the soul happened when I was 20, 20 years old and it lasted for like 20 years. (laughs) So I would say that the beginning of my spiritual awakening happened when my soulmate crossed over. And um, that just kind of, it kind of just pulled the carpet underneath my whole life. And even though I was surrounded by, you know, the 3D world and my 3D relationships, which I had no idea what that even meant, um, I kept trying to like fit in with this crowd and with the people around me, knowing that I knew something else was happening because I was having dreams of my boyfriend and he was giving me messages. And again, I hadn't totally understood how to use this spiritual gift of connecting connecting with him. So once I got divorced, which was about four years ago, uh, I would say five years ago is when the spiritual awakening, like when I started to come out of the dark night of the soul and real and realize that I was in the dark night of the soul. That was the first recognition. And then um, really changing up my life. Uh, Like I said, I left my husband, I got divorced and I've just been, you know, shedding these layers, these 3D um, masks, facades that I had attached to uh, from, you know, from the mind control antics that happen through our television, our music, through celebrities, through movies, through all these things and realizing how how brainwashed I had become, not only in um, the dating and the the relationship arena and really falling into some of the traps of how people use um, manipulation tactics, whether they're using them intentionally or if they're just using them subconsciously, I realized that I had been so wrapped up and so controlled in my mind from everything that I was choosing to do, from conversing with a you know friend about a stupid conversation to the television programs I was listening to, to the relationships that I entertained, uh, things that I was holding on to, um, just so many limiting beliefs. And I realized, wow, I, I had a lot of strings to cut, and it's been a, it's been a process to get to a place where I feel very much in control of not only my mind, but my life, my finances, and my relationships and my health. Mm, So it was more like a slow, like gradual, like cutting things off and releasing things that weren't serving you rather than this like blatant, like, okay, you know, from today, everything changes. It was just kind of slow. And I feel like it was the same with me. And sometimes I'm like, Oh, I wish I had one of those stories where it was like <laughs> one day everything changed. Yeah. But I'm like, no, just slow. <laughs> it just happened. Wasn't, yep. Me too. Love it. Okay. Can you explain? I, I mean, I talk about this on the podcast, but for anyone who doesn't know the difference between 3D, 4D, and 5D consciousness. Okay. So 3D consciousness is when we think that the solutions are outside of us. Uh, This is usually where like the victim mentality comes into place where we think that either someone else has the the answer that we're seeking um, or we're playing victim to our own circumstances. This could be, you know, holding on to past traumas, ancestral wounds, 
um, relationships that are toxic, uh, just things that are not serving us. And it's also where fear resides. So 3D consciousness is where fear is kind of running the show, like fear of running out of money, fear of losing your job, fear of not, you know, finding your partner, fear of not healing your chronic health condition. So all of that fear and looking outside of yourself, whether it's a doctor or a relationship or something else to fill you up, that would be my definition of 3D consciousness. Mm, yes. Okay. And then 4D consciousness is when you finally realize that that's what you were doing, <laughs> that mm. you become like um, a, like a bird's eye view of yourself, like, oh, you're still blaming mom and dad for X, Y, and Z. Oh, you're still hanging on to that relationship because you're scared to be alone or whatever the search so situation is. So it's almost like a, a fourth dimension is really like this bird's eye view of being able to see things from above and, and, and paying attention. Like you're now paying attention to your actions. You're becoming mindful. You're becoming more present. Um, and so that usually I think of the fourth dimension as usually like a probationary period where you, either, you don't stay there for very long. So a lot of people, when they're going through their spiritual journey, they'll find that they're in the fourth dimension and then they'll slip back into 3D and then into 4D. So it's kind of like this revolving door where it's like, okay, I'm seeing things from a bird's eye perspective. Oh, but I still have all of these things that I'm still attached to. Okay. And then, you right. know, so you start, you continue like entertaining that fear-based mentality, but you kind of know that you're doing it. So that, that's where I see the fourth dimension is like this in-between stage. And then the fifth dimension is when you realize that everything is divine love. You are divine love. Your energy comes from a place of being um, of service to other people. Um, you start living uh, your life from a place of integrity, whether that's, you know, uh, following your life's work. This is where your soul's brilliance is revealed, um, why you're here. So I really do see the fifth dimension is um, just a place where there's no more judgment, um, no more judging yourself, no more judging other people, but you're also very strong in your core. So, and this is different because the third dimension is where everybody is polarized. They want to debate with each other. They want to prove each other right or wrong. Everything's black and white. The, in, the, in the fifth dimension, everything is just divine love. There's not um, someone's right or someone's wrong. It's just like you're expanding your consciousness so rapidly that you realize that everything and anything is possible. So even to need scientific proof, I still feel like that would be third dimensional consciousness where fifth dimensional consciousness is where I don't even need somebody to show me the proof. I know in my soul, I know with my intuition, I know from the Akashic records that these are possibilities and I can hold those and still be okay and live my life without slipping into those lower vibrations. Mm, okay. Love that. And look, with all the craziness going on in the world and all, you know, these big structures around us that are crumbling, how do we like stay in 5d? Is there like a specific mantra that you use or something to, to stop yourself from going into four or three where you're like blaming or you're afraid or, you know, people that you looked up to, you, you know, you have anger towards them now. Like, how do you, how do you send love when there's like terrible things going on in the world? 
You know, I get this comment. I mean, I get this question kind of a lot in my Instagram DMs because I post a lot of, you know, world event stuff in my Instagram stories. And people are like, how do you research, you know, all these things that are so dark? Like, how do you, how does, how do you stay in the light when everything that you're researching is so dark? And it kind of took me a minute to to kind of come to that conclusion because I do remember um, there being times maybe even like, two years ago when I was researching things and I felt scared. Like I felt like, oh my gosh, my phone is tapped. Like I felt like a little paranoid. Yeah. And then I realized that it was a sign of something not being healed inside of me. Like I was still, I was slipping into those lower dimensions from fear. So I was scared that, um, you know, someone was going to come get me or, you know, for, for talking about this stuff. And, and that made me realize that I hadn't all the way stepped into my divine leadership role. And I do believe that when you're in the fifth dimension, you are a divine leader. You're a part of, um, you know, the galactic federation of light where you are becoming and are this new age leader for this age of Aquarius. And so when I realized that the fear was showing up and I was like, wow, I have anxiety around this. Wow. I like, you know, I can't sleep right now. I feel like they're coming for me, you know? Um, okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. It made me realize that I hadn't all the way stepped into my divine power of, of, of being strong in my truth. And I mm. feel like when we have fear, there's something, there's a shadow that we haven't looked at. And, and sometimes it's not even like a scary shadow. It's not like necessarily, it doesn't have to be like a gremlin or a goblin or anything like that. It can be literally be like a self-worth thing, um, where like you, know that you're meant for bigger things and you're starting to like share and, and, you know, expose the darkness, but there's a part of you that still like kind of wants to hide behind, um, 
behind something else versus stepping all the way into your power. And I, and I, I would say that, you know, as a female, this might be even more difficult. Cause I feel like a lot of guys are like just saying it, you know, and women, yeah. sometimes we like tiptoe around it. So I realized like, what would it take for me to, to stop tiptoeing around it? And, and if I stop tiptoeing around it, would it take away the anxiety? Would it take away the paranoia? And it did. So mm. as soon as I kind of got over like caring if people liked me or if they you know, couldn't accept what I was sharing, the second, the second I got that out of my system, but you have to be brave enough to do it. So you won't yeah. actually get through that door if you don't actually challenge the door, if you don't take the key, open it up, walk inside and experience it. So, and I think a lot of people, women in particular, are scared to open that door and mm -hmm. be like, you know what? It's okay if not everybody likes me and it's okay if you don't agree with me because I come from a place of divine love and light. And as long as my reaction is not a reaction, but it's just a place of, okay, it's it I know that when someone comes for me if they come from a place of needing to debate me I know that they're in the third dimension so there's yeah. no need for me to entertain a debate with a polarized consciousness because all that would do is yank me out of the fifth dimension and that yeah. was a test for me yeah that's hard that's a hard one <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, I'll get people messaging me being like, this is a, you know, a, this is Trump propaganda and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not getting into that, but I totally agree. It's like, you need to feel so strong and rooted and worthy in your own intuition and like yeah. knowing at like a visceral level that you are, you know, you are speaking your truth and you can't like that. No one can stifle that when you fully believe it. Yeah. And it's, 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 it takes some time to get there, but once you get yeah. there, I, I think looking at the dark things that are happening right now, it won't, it's still scary because it's disgusting, but it's not going yeah. to make you want to go, you know, you know, debate somebody or get, pick a fight with somebody to prove that you're right, because that exactly. wouldn't, that wouldn't do any good. That would just lower your consciousness. Exactly. So whenever, you know, if you're, if you have these beliefs, and someone is coming up to you, you know, whether it's a family member or a friend and they're like, that's not true. I actually had a friend doing this to me recently. She's probably listening. Hi, I love you. Um, and I'm like, my response was just like, you know what? You're allowed to believe what you believe. I'm not here to make anyone believe anything. Like I'm yep. here to speak what I believe. And if people believe it, then that means that they're waking up and I'll give them more information. If you don't, if you're not there where you don't want to believe it, it's not my purpose to make you believe anything and you'll go exactly. through your own journey. Yeah. Okay. So let's kind of dive into these controversial topics. So we've got Corona, we've got Pizzagate, we've got vaccines. If no one knows, if you guys don't really haven't done your own research, first off, Angel, where would you suggest people start doing their own research if they've maybe kind of heard of these things, but they don't know where to look? So there is a documentary by a woman named Janet Osabard, I believe her name. Yes. She is, uh, yeah. and she has a documentary called The Fall of the Cabal. And I would yeah. recommend it's hard to stomach, you know, um, but I think yeah, if you that was really a hard want, one. Yeah, that one was like, whoa, um, but the, a kind of something one step down from that, that might be a little bit more digestible if you're not ready to go all the way in would be um, Out of the Shadows. Um, that one recently came out, I think within like one week, it had like 
4 million views or something. And that's another documentary um, out of the shadows. I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I think out of shadows is, and that one, yeah. Like I watched it the second day that it was released and it already had like 3 million. It's yeah. wild. And then, <laughs> and then they took, and then they took it down. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to know what you think about 5G because there's multiple theories on like how coronavirus, you know, started. Was it human made? Was it planted? Did we, or is it this 5G theory? Like, what are your personal beliefs on that? So I've, I've actually done so much research around 5G. Um, there's actually a book, uh, it is called, I actually have it. I can't think of the name, but the guy who wrote it is um, Furstenberg, I think his name, Andrew, I think. And um, he did this whole research from um, the Spanish flu and all of these technologies that we've uh, integrated into our societies over the last like hundred years. And there has been proven data that these new technologies have um, triggered, um, you know, our cells to have a, an actual like chemical reaction, one being the Spanish flu of 1918. And um, the Spanish, they had integrated um, a new technology, which I believe was the radio waves. And, um, you know, millions of people, you know, got the Spanish flu and it was kind of blamed on this flu virus, things like that. But there was just all this data that anytime they introduced a new technology, um, it, it affected people's health. And so that kind of got me wondering about the coronavirus. Now I've read multiple things that, um, you know, the coronavirus could potentially be one of these technologies that's causing these like flu-like symptoms or this rest, upper rest respiratory um, issues that people are having. Um, so I do believe that 5G could be very well causing the symptoms of the coronavirus, but I also do believe that it, the coronavirus is a man-made um, virus. And mm -hmm. I do believe that um, there is two different strains of it. And one of the strains uh, from what my research was um, was injected into the androchrome that was in China. And that's how they're kind of uh, getting these celebrities who are um, using androchrome. For those people who haven't done any research about androchrome, it's basically injecting the blood of terrorized children uh, for anti-aging and just for, you know, having a high. And so um, I do believe that it's a man-made virus. So I do think that the 5G is um, something for us to look at as far as like in the, you know, go moving forward, if like we're starting to feel the effects of that um, energy or that technology. But I also want to say just from, you know, the fifth dimension versus five, the you know, fifth generation of this technology that we're going to have to raise our vibration. And I think that the 5G uh, technology is kind of forcing us to do that. Mm -hmm. Now, there is something called... Um, Kofefi that uh, Trump has talked about, which people thought was like a misspelling for the for the word coffee. Um, yeah. So I've done some research about that, and it happens to be three um, compounds that help to combat um, the five G um, effects that would cause like these um, upper respiratory issues. So I do think that there is potentially um, this you know solution to having five G technology in our society with 
being as toxic um, using Covfefe. So that's something for people to research. So I, I have a lot of, I don't live in fear. So I'm not, you know, you know, as much as I understand people stay home, save lives, and they're wearing their masks, even in their car, like, I'm not going to be able to, you know, get, I don't live in fear. For me, I got to the point in my career, and in my life, and in my ascension, that I will, if I have to, I will die for a cause. Like, I will yeah. die for the movement that I'm leading, and I'm not scared to die. I know that my soul lives on, and those kinds of things. So, I don't have the same attachment to maybe the 5G of like, oh my gosh, our whole world is gonna everyone's gonna die whatever so i do feel that we are protected by the galactic federation of light i believe in jasara i believe that you know we are you know they've had to intervene because free will was just you know allowing the darkness to really take over so i do feel that we are protected so i am not going to you know you know sit here and say that 5g is going to take out the planet i think things are you know there's we don't have all of the information to make that dis, that distinction yet but i do think that 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 book by andrew Furstenberg, i think his name is is a great resource if people want to learn about technology and how it actually affects our immune system mm, so interesting and it's just like why it's just it's just so interesting how at this time while they're taking down Pizzagate, while they're, you know, really looking at, you know, what's going on in the Catholic Church, while they're, you know, really taking these things down is when we're all at home. So like, is your, I mean, my personal belief is that we're, we're at home and they're overreacting on this whole thing anyways, because there's so much that they're working on in the background and it's, they want everyone to be home because we're not rioting and looting. So it's interesting. I kind of feel that the coronavirus was spread. Um, obviously, I think Bill Gates is part of this whole thing since he's Mr. Yeah. Vaccine Guy. So I feel like there was almost like divine intervention where the light and the darkness coincided kind of in divine timing, meaning that, you know, uh, the military are cleaning out these tunnels, these, you know, these underground military bases where the cloning centers were, where the children were, you know, being terrorized, where they're being, you know, trafficked, um, where the, you know, sex abuse is happening. And so right now they're cleaning out all these tunnels and there's a lot of people talking about that. And so the coronavirus, you know, is almost like that was their attempt. So I feel like there's weapons, like they're like the, um, the cabal or the elite who have this web, have these um, agenda, you know, agenda 21, where they want to have us living in like these certain areas in our, in our country so that they could move us all out and do what they want with our land. And from there, they wanted to vaccinate us all because then they could chip us, they could monitor us, they could program us even more so than they've done with the television and with movies and with our entertainment industry that it was just a way to get us fully under their control. I mean, we're already under the control with the with our smartphones and things like that to some degree, but they were taking it to the next level. So I feel like the coronavirus was a was their one of their weapons, right? They got chemtrails 
they've got um, they've got uh, the coronavirus. So they have these weapons, 5G, if you will, uh, to continue with their agenda. So when they when this outbreak happened, which was you know they were talking about this even last year, you know at the event 201, mm-hmm. that where all the big people were talking about, okay, this coronavirus is going to do this thing or whatever. And so they re- you know released it and people started getting sick and i felt like that was almost like green light for the for the light to come in and say okay great well everyone's going to be at home we're going to go clean out all this shit and we're going to go do these um, indictments and arrests and we're going to start getting these people we're going to start taking them dismantling them so i feel like again divine timing one weapon happened you know, in order to do their agenda, but then the light set in and go, okay, great. Well, you're going to do this. Well, we'll just keep people at home while we're going to go do what we're going to do and combat this in this like light versus dark, if you will, uh, war. Mm, Yes. Okay. That, and that intuitively is kind of how I felt it happening, but it's always like, there's so, there's literally so many branches and arms to all of this. Sometimes it's really hard to connect the dots. Um, and then with vaccines, I mean, obviously the 3d people are, you know, Oh, this is what's going to save us. And there are, you know, people saying that there's going to be laws that if you don't have the vaccine, you can't leave the country. You can't do this. You can't get a bank account. Like, I don't think it's going to get to that. I think light is going to, you know, take charge before that. Um, But I still think it's important for people to know that that's what they're trying to do. And that is a part of agenda 21, which is something you guys should all look into. Um, and, and an agenda 21 is also major population. It's population control, but also in terms of they want a way smaller population. Yeah. I mean, who knows what they want to do with the, with that land, you know, do they want to bring all the, the reptilians in from, you know, like Antarctica? I mean, who knows? Like, I mean, they want that land for some reason and they want to, you know, bring us into these consolidated areas, but I'm with you. I don't think we're getting that to that place, you know, right now, you know, you know, Trump changes his mind here and there, but I, I mean, again, I think he's keeping his enemies close and he, you know, it's, there's a, always a master plan. And, you know, if you really know how to play, I started researching uh, fourth dimensional chess just to kind of like expand my mind of like, you know, if we're only thinking about one step ahead, you're, you're in the 3d because these people are like 10 steps ahead of the cabal. So we kind of have to like wait and see like how it's going to play out and, and not get too attached to every single, you know, um, conference that's held with the, with the POTUS and all the articles that are, I feel like if you continue to, if you can continue to look for fear, you're going to find it. So instead, mm. trust the light because there's a master plan. I mean, we've got an election coming up. Do you think coronavirus was released, you know, on, on not on purpose right before an election? I mean, come on. I mean, all of the SARS, Ebola, all of these um, viruses always happen right before an election. So in order to try to not get that election, that president reelected. So mm-hmm. there's so many moving parts and you kind of just like, we, we don't get the whole story. We're speculating, right. but you have to either, either you're going to come from a place of divine love, know that source and energy um, is on our side. That's why the Galactic Federation of Light has stepped in because like, oh my God, shit's getting out of control. No, let me step in. And that's where I feel very safe um, to be able to continue to share and wake people up without coming from a place of like, oh my gosh, 
I'm going to get vaccinated. I will never get vaccinated. I mean, even if like I couldn't get a driver's license and I couldn't travel, there's no way nobody's going to get any kind of vaccine mm -hmm. in my body. And I think there is enough people who are waking up and realizing that, you know, a vaccine is not the solution. Taking care of your body, eating healthier, you know, making smarter choices about how you take care of yourself. That's how we stay healthy. You know, if you're, if you're worried about other people all getting the vaccine, if you have the vaccine, what are you scared about? getting the yeah. coronavirus if you got the vaccine good for you then you can have that safety net you can have that feeling of security for yourself but that doesn't mean that that I make that decide decision for myself you know yeah do you think there's ever going to be like for those 3d people who want the scientific proof do you think that's ever going to come out on vaccines like I with like I I, I see it everywhere um, not in the mainstream media, obviously, but there are proof, there are lawsuits, there are, um, you know, there are literally like scientists saying that, you know, vaccines cause all these issues, but is that ever, are we going to ever be showing this proof to people in a way that the 3D people start to believe it too? So two things. One, I'm living proof that vaccines cause issues because I got a vaccine when I was 19. Um, I was forced to get the measles rubella vaccination in order to enroll in my sophomore year at San Francisco State. And two weeks later, I was covered with psoriasis. And mm -hmm. I lived with psoriasis for 23 years. And I believe that the vaccine, and I've done some research on forums that other people who had the MMR vaccine also got psoriasis, another skin disorder. So that's one. Two, going back to your question, um, remind me what your question was because I had a second yeah. point there. Yeah, yeah. Just wondering if there's ever, if the 3D people are ever going to be presented with the scientific proof that they feel they need to realize that vaccines cause problems. I know. And I had something I wanted to say about that mm. because there's so many, there's so many scientific uh, studies already, but I still feel like people are programmed to want to need a quick fix. They think right. that, you know, okay, I can go through a drive-through cause I'm hungry. Like we've been programmed to think that everything should be so fast. Every, our internet should be faster. The problems should be solved faster. Everything is in this quick fix. And I think until you start taking a, a responsibility for your own you know, livelihood and again, get out of the victim that somebody's going to come in and save us. Um, you're, you're, you're not going to make it in this, this new earth. You know, we have to raise our vibration enough to realize that, you know, we can, we can heal our bodies just with our mind. Yeah. And I was actually on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, Denise Richards boyfriend, he was talking about how he has like this specific healing method that he uses. He does like Reiki and all this spiritual work. And he was saying that he's literally been followed like by big pharma and like been like had them reaching out and like threatening him because he is like spreading a message about alternative healing. Oh my gosh. I mean, I have to put at the bottom of like, even my like ritual kits on my website, like this has not been approved by the FDA, blah, 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 yeah. you know? And it's like, just to like protect us, but it's just, it's too bad because I mean, it's, 
for centuries, like herbs have helped, you know, heal our bodies and, you know, what are pharmaceutical drugs, but then, but just the synthetic version of trying to, you know, of an herb that, yeah. that could, something could be very well healed with an herb, which is just this, in the, I just doesn't make sense to me why people um, still are looking for that quick fix when it's kind of already out there. Oh, that was what I was going to say. It's not, it's not in the mainstream media, obviously, because the mainstream media is ruled by six companies. So there's basically yeah. six companies that own the whole media. So whatever we're being spoon fed is just going right back into buying their products so that it just, the money only circulates between these six conglomerates. So mm -hmm. as far as them ever getting to a place where they can find out these studies in a more, you know, newsworthy outlet, I think that's where, you know, YouTube comes into place. I watch my, I don't watch the mainstream news. I watch people that are reporting things from their YouTube channel. So yeah. I'm finding alternative media. And I think that's where we're, we're, we're in an era right now where the new leaders, we are the news, you know, yeah. and we might get it wrong from time to time, but we're out there spreading things from our own research, which is what journalists are supposed to be doing, which the mainstream media is not doing. You know, mm -hmm. they're, they're keeping the a lot of the facts hidden and so i feel like for there is news outlets you, they're just not going to be when you turn on the television you're going to have to turn on youtube or turn on your instagram story lives and start following people who have taken an interest in sharing their research with people that way and it's already been happening. There's tons of people who have their news channels on YouTube and podcasts like this, where people are getting alternative news um, from new journalists who are sharing their research. Yes. Okay. And for, with everything with like Pizzagate, the tunnels, human trafficking, you know, where are we at with that? You mentioned that the tunnels are being cleared out. Like, the celebrities are getting, you know, are they getting indicted? Are they getting arrested? What's, what's happening with that? So to my knowledge, you know, Pizzagate and this, for those of that are unfamiliar with it. So what was it? Comet ping pong, that um, mm -hmm. pizza place in Washington, DC, that whose investors are the Clintons um, that there's obviously that's covered in the fall of the cabal. Um, so people can watch that series, but from what I know and um, what I've, you know, I've actually talked to some of my military friends and they have told me some pretty disturbing things about these tunnels and where these children that have been trafficked are being kept and what's actually happening. And I actually did my own podcast about transhumanism that they're doing things that are like unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's literally so dark and so disgusting that it, it is unbelievable. So I can almost understand how people could be like, that can't be real because it's yeah. literally, it's worse than like any like thing you could probably imagine. And I feel like the more that's uncovered, it just gets weirder and weirder. But then there's these people that are coming out and talking about it that you're like, there's just too many people talking about it. And I got to give a shout out to the people who died for this cause of bringing it to life because now there's so many people talking about it that it's 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 easier to be a hero if you will to yeah. share this information versus the people like Kate Spade and Anthony mm -hmm. Bourdain and all these people that Chris Cornell that you know were basically killed off for you know starting to expose the pedophilia ring um, which is what Pizzagate is and it's really disgusting that um, you know we're 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 to this 
phase in, you know, the celebrities and the people that we've been, you know, brainwashed to worship, that's just very hard for people to stomach. They can't believe that their favorite artists, their favorite musicians, their favorite actors are involved with something that's just so heinous. And so I do feel that if, you know, that because these tunnels and there's so many of these tunnels that are being cleaned out, that once they are, and I don't know how long it's going to be, it's going to take because it's been going on longer than the coronavirus. They've been cleaning out the tunnels for a while, but there's so many of them. But as soon as they are cleaned out and they are under control then like the cloning centers and that all the pedophilia rings that were happening in these um in these dumps then they're not going to happen anymore but they're going to always have to it's always going to be the responsibility of the government because they are the ones who monitor these tunnels so there's the, the only way that pizzagate is ever going to truly be dismantled is making sure that those underground tunnels are always cleaned out that they're always being monitored and that's the responsibility of the military and our government so it's very important that whoever is you know to be the president and, and making sure that the people that support the potus you know that they have the intention of making sure that those don't go back to being corrupt places where these heinous things are taking place Mm, and I mean, my, my wish, and I mean, maybe this is just my, you know, 3D, 4D revenge wanting to come out. I just hope that all of the people that were involved will get what's coming to them, like that they will, you know, be exposed and that everyone else can start to, to see that without, you know, like give it, like give them the proof, like give people the proof that they need. I know. And I think honestly, that has to happen, Amber. Like yeah. the president needs to get up there and say, "We just arrested, you know, who Obama, George Soros, whatever." Yes. For and they, and and because even if it's hard to stomach, even if people don't want to believe it, because the news is all fake and just you know, edited, that we do need someone to come out and say, this is what has happened. This is how we're taking action. Because until that happens, I feel like the people who still need the proof, they're yeah. not going to be on board. So it, ha right. it needs to happen. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, it's the big wake up needs to happen. Yeah. And I think that we'll probably, we'll probably see that in 2021 when the big political people are taken down. But I think it's going to happen after the election. Yeah. And it's going to take time too. Like they will have to go through court proceedings. They will have to present evidence. It will be like, you know, that could be a, a long, yeah. that will be a long court proceeding. Um, but I think, yeah, it's got to all start coming out over the next. And it's global. It's not just yeah. the US, you know, it's I know. Like, this is a big feat. <laughs> I know it's wild. It is wild, but like what a time to be alive. Like, I I, like it's no mistake that Anyone who's on this journey, anyone who's on their 5D journey, it's no mistake that you are here on earth at this time to help everyone get through this. So props to everyone. Totally agree. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's just on a lighter note, I want to quickly touch on twin flames because I know this is something that you've been talking about a lot and I'm kind of obsessed with this topic. Mm -hmm. So can you explain twin flames and how you know if someone is your twin flame? So I, I was just doing this talk on this because I didn't realize how many twin flame 
people like were coming to me and, and wanting readings around this. And I'm like, okay, well, let me just talk about, cause I do have a twin and um, we're not together. And I don't believe that the twin flame journey goal is to be in union. That's a perk, but I don't think that's the ultimate goal. I think that your twin is there to help stretch you, um, look at things from a new perspective, help you discover your divine mission, heal some of your wounds. And so that's what happened for me. So five years ago, uh, four years ago when I left my husband, but five years ago is when I really started looking into be understanding like, why am I still thinking of this person? And why, why am I going through this, you know, spiritual journey now? And I felt very connected to this one individual, my twin, which I didn't know that's who he was at the time. And I, I, it didn't dawn on me until I ended up um, watching some video on YouTube and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think that person's my twin flame, but I had also been romanticizing it. And that's where I felt like I was still in this third dimensional um, concept, uh, consciousness, because in the, in the end, most people think if they are a twin that they, and if they're not together, that they're in separation. So that word alone is a 3D word. So in order for, you know, the only way that you're in separation from your twin is if you still live in third dimensional consciousness, which is the illusion that you're not together. So an actual twin, they are actually energetically part of you. And even though they're going through their own, they're their own person, they're going through their own um, life, you know, battles and things like that, they, together you guys are energetically helping each other along the journey, whether you're together or not. And so I felt very strongly that when I learned about the twin flame dynamic, that this, I will give 99% of my credit to my spiritual journey and my spiritual path of unlocking my divine mission to my twin, because it was that relationship that made me go down this rabbit, these rabbit holes. Well, what about this? Well, okay. It's like the twin flame started. That's almost like started like the journey of like, well, well, what's that? Oh, well, what's this? What does this thing mean? What is that? So it started this like rabbit hole. And I felt like I would have never gone down that rabbit hole to the degree and to the, the, the rapidness of it, if I hadn't had that person in my life. Mm, that's so crazy. And so, and I love that. I love this topic so much. So if we are kind of like in a space where we're kind of like romanticizing this person and like, you know, we're, I don't know, some people maybe even still think they're supposed to be together or they kind of can't let it go in that 3D perspective. What are some tangible things that they can do to move forward? So I think it's similar to when I was talking about, um, you know, being paranoid about the research that I was doing, that when we have a feeling of despair, when we feel sad or longing for someone, I think the better question is, you know, what am I really longing for? And I think it, this question also comes up, you know, how do I know if I have a twin? Some people don't even know if, if they have a twin. And I did a talk on this and, you know, there's two, two things. There's people that want to be in a relationship because they don't feel whole on their own. Okay. So there's that. Then there's the people that long to be in a relationship, but they would never be in the wrong relationship. They would never settle. Okay. So that's two people, two separate, um, energies. One person who wants to be in a relationship because they don't want to be alone. And then the other person who longs for a relationship, but would never settle for the wrong person. So if you really think about these energies, 
one is third dimensional and one is fifth dimensional. So if you're longing for this person to come be with you, to come into union, if, if you will, then you have to ask yourself, am I doing it because I um, can't be, I don't want to be alone? Or are you content with being apart while you give them the, the space and opportunity to go on their divine path? And when and if it ever to fruition that they are, you two are ready to be together in this lifetime, you're okay with that. Yes. Okay. I love that. And then also just doing the learning around it. Like what is, you know, what are you making this person mean to you? Like, what are you making it mean? And then how can you do that building on yourself? Yeah. And it's, the thing is, it's, I feel like people, like I have Venus and Scorpio. If there's anybody that can attest to longing for someone for years and years and years, it's me. And it doesn't even have to be a twin. I just long for them anyway just because that's how I'm wired. But at the end of the day, when we use all that energy, when we expel all that energy on the longing and the time we've spent like watching twin flame tarot readings and learning about twins, that's fine. But are you going to use it or are you just, or is it almost like a hobby at that point? Because right. you're obsessed with longing for this person and you don't know what to do with that energy. And I think once you learn that you went on this path to learn about twin flames so that you could actually go to the next topic and the next topic, which will actually eventually lead you to your purpose. That's mm. where I feel like it's like, it's okay that you're longing for them, but take that all that effort that you're and all that energy that you're spending learning and longing and, and making of it, either talk about it or write a book about it or let it lead you to the next thing until eventually you've created a strong foundation of yourself that you realize and love yourself and that person enough to know that they're on their journey and you're on your journey and you're still together because there's no such thing as separation unless you're still in third dimensional consciousness. You are still together no matter what. Mm, mic drop. Love it. <laughs> okay. So moral of the story, we got to just stay in 5D. So what are some of your favorite 5D rituals that we can do? Oh gosh. Um, you know, okay. So there's four bodies, um, light. So we're light energy, we're light bodies, and there's four bodies that surround our skin, if you will. And the first one is the etheric body. And that body has to, needs to be healed first. I think a lot of people when they're heartbroken or they're longing for people, or just in general, they're going through the ascension process. The first body that needs to be healed is the etheric body. And that has to do with how you take care of your body. So mm -hmm. I think the first thing is you've got to change your diet. You need to get healthy. You need to get vitamin D. You need to stretch your bones, stretch your muscles. You need to go for a walk. You just need to work on those foundational, you know, just simple things about taking care of your body, whether it's how you groom yourself. How you, you know, I, I do dry brushing every, every night in the shower, just get the, 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 the physical part of your being down, like get the get feeling for that part down first. And that, and so I think a lot of people, when they're heartbroken, they think like, oh, I need, you know, to emotionally heal. But actually, if you just went off and changed your diet, your emotions would already start to feel better. Right. So that's the first thing. The second body is the emotional body. 
And so obviously we need to take care of ourselves emotionally. How are we torturing ourselves? So this is something I used to do all the time. I would listen to the same sad song like over and over again, like torturing myself. And like just being sad and crying, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm emotionally tormenting myself. So we have to look at like, how are we adding to our emotional drama? And then there's the third body, which is the uh, mental body. So again, this is the, the information that we're processing, right? The mainstream media, what are you watching? Um, what information are you engaging in? Are you debating with people? What, what is challenging your mind at need? also be balanced as well and then finally the astral body um, that is the body that makes the veil really thin to the akashic records so anytime and we all have access to the akashic records even if you're in the third dimensional consciousness but you won't even know that you're accessing the akashic records because you still need proof okay but you can still access them and those usually show up as like you know synchronicities but also just divine downloads is what i'd like to call it like aha moments and so when you heal these four bodies the veil between your physical body and the divine is so thin that you receive downloads from the akashic records all the time mm -hmm. that you, you stop questioning things so i feel like if you really want to enter the fifth dimension and you want to practice living life from that frequency those four bodies need to be healed they need to your loving attention they need you need to be mindful of what you are feeding your body what you're emotionally allowing yourself to you know if you're creating your own internal drama uh, mentally what are you what information are you exposing yourself to and then the astral body which has to do with your vibration so again every thought that you think every emotion that you feel every food that you eat all has a vibration and that either dictates how thin the veil is from the astral body to the divine or how thick it is which is why people need scientific proof about everything because the veil is so thick between them and the divine. It's like they literally do live in a bubble. Right. And what's so magical about all that is as you're healing yourself, then you reach 5D once you've, you know, really healed. And then everything that you've learned along the way and how you healed, you can implement in 5D and sharing with other people. Because once you access 5D, like now you're, now you're a teacher, like now you get to share with the world. And so whatever you're going through to heal yourself, that's, you know, it's just going to be part of your purpose and sharing it. Yep. Oh, Love so it. So magical. I love it. Okay. So let's move on to manic moments and, and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested and I can go first. So I actually really on that healing the body tip have been feeling that so much lately as well, because I'd been doing, you know, daily rituals. I've been healing mentally. I've been healing spiritually for years, but the thing that still was always lagging was the body work. And yeah, like I would work out and I would eat well and, but it was just not quite right. And in this time of being at home, I was seeing physical symptoms of that. Like I had like gained weight and I was just feeling tired and I really like decided I was like, okay, so I can either feel sorry for myself and look at this as like, oh, I'm going to punish myself with working out. Or I can look at this as amazing. Like this is such a great lesson I get to learn right now. This is like such a great journey I get to go on of like healing my body, loving my body and something I get to share with my audience. So I guess my manifestation with that is like really, you know, as I brought that 
as I brought myself even more into 5D through reclaiming the energy of my body, I've just felt so much better. I've been, you know, having people message me about it and I'm starting to feel more comfortable sharing this journey. And I feel like too, there's this funny stigma around like talking about weight and talking about, you know, um, your body and talking about that process because it triggers some people. And I'm just gotten to a point where I'm like, fuck it. I'm talking about it. If it triggers someone that I'm, you know, working on this, then that's their problem. Um, so, so yeah, it's like, I'm, and then I'm like, okay, now this is another thing that I can share with my audience and like going even deeper in, in helping people. So I love that you brought that up, that that's really a part of it as well. Beautiful. Yes. If it triggers somebody else, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't share it and you shouldn't do it. I think it's good for you, girl. Kudos. Thanks, girl. Okay. (laughs) What was your last meltdown? You know, I gotta say, it's probably relationship-wise. Like, I, I'm single. I don't even like saying that. I um, am not in a relationship. How about that? Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like I, I'm a very, I'm very, um, what's the word? Like I accept people for who they are. I don't try to change people. Um, I'm open-minded enough to be like, okay, that, you know, everybody has things that they're working on, um, things that they're, you know, that need their attention. Um, but at the end of the day, I really do feel that my body is a temple and that with relationships, um, I think I, I think I have just been, I think I just need, needed to learn a level of discernment in order to really um, attract the right partner for me. So I don't date or anything like that. Um, it's been a, a, quite a while now. And I got to say, not being in a relationship is pretty freaking awesome. And the only way that I would even entertain a relationship is if I truly felt that it was a soulmate, Um, not even my twin flame. Like it would have to be a soulmate where it was just like, we both knew that, you know, we either we've known each other in a past life. It just feels natural. We're both attracted to each other. Like it would just have to be so divinely orchestrated. And so I feel like as much as like, I'm a believer that you can find your divine partnership, uh, divine partner on a app or whatever. I'm just at the place of my life where I'm kind of over the drama of dating. Like I don't even think I would ever date again, uh, or even entertain the concept of dating again. It would literally just have to be divinely orchestrated. So I feel like the last breakdown or the last drama that I had was just really being like, you know what? I've kind of had enough with, um, the, the, the concept of dating and then like looking for a partner or, you know, um, just the whole act of it in itself is just, it just doesn't resonate with me anymore. And I think that is a huge aha moment for me because I have been so open to like, just, okay, I'll give you a chance and I'll give you a chance and I'll, you know, I'll entertain this. And I just, I'm not, I guess I'm just not interested in entertaining anything anymore. It's either is or is not. Mm, That's so powerful. And I feel like, especially, you know, in 5d, there's a level of trust. Like, it's like, you have to trust that the right person is going to come at the right time. And when we start like hunting for it, it's just opening up to unnecessary drama. Yep. I'm just, it's in the hands of the divine now. It's, you know, it's brewing and I know it's coming, but at the end of the day, 
I'm fixing up my house. I'm fixing up my backyard. I got all these freaking cool projects. I have all these amazing new clients. I'm like, honestly, like you'd have to be like Superman to like, even like, what are you going to bring to this? Like, I don't yeah. even, you know, it would ha have to just, and I really would like somebody um, who's also in my divine mission. Like I actually would like to come together for a divine purpose as a, as a partnership. So there's a lot of, you know, other criteria, if you will, in what I would even entertain at this point in my life. So um, that was a big, a big a revelation for me. Love that. And then, I mean, the manifestation of that is how amazing your life is now. I know. I mean, <laughs> I don't have any complaints. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh my gosh. Well, this was so amazing. I've just loved every minute of this. And for everyone listening, like make sure to go follow Angel. Where can we find you? I'm just at Holistic Fashionista. Yes. And you actually have, I, I was, you know, just researching your website because you have so many amazing things. You had a, something called the new 5d manifestation way or something. Oh yeah. It's like um, a video training on a how to manifest um, the new art of manifesting in 5d. So it's kind of my take um, It's actually was divinely downloaded. So it's nothing I learned from somebody else or a book I read, but it was a download that I received about the process of manifestation. So it's a video training. I think it's about an hour maybe 45 minutes and it's free and it's on my website at holisticfashionista.com. Yay. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, everyone. Go check it out. And thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.